91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. Dylan. Hey, Matt. So last week we talked about The Simpsons based on your recommendation. And while I do think that Simpsons roasting on an open fire is a is a fine little Christmas special, I have a very special place in my heart for a Matt Gronin Christmas special that not many people remember, which is all of the other reindeer. And we brought in a special guest who apparently also grew up loving this special. We did. We did. So basically, I heard that you wanted to cover all of the other reindeer. And my girlfriend, Teddy, like freaked out. She's like, I love Olive. I grew up on Olive. And it's so funny because I have never seen all of the other reindeer. I had seen the book like out in the wild, but that was about it. So this is definitely more of you two than it is <laughs> me. I didn't even realize it was from the same guy that did The Simpsons until last night and I texted you. So. so so what? let me ask this question and we'll get this out of the way. Did you like it or did you absolutely hate it? So I believe at the end of watching it, I said, it's, it's, it's very weird. It's not as black and white as that, Matt. It's All very right. Weird. I didn't hate it. I liked it. If I was not with Teddy, it would not become a Christmas tradition. All right. But I appreciate it for what it is. And I know it would be one of those specials that I absolutely adored if I saw it as a kid. So, Teddy, I'm curious your memories of it. But I remember them like Fox was like 
tonight, The Simpsons creator, Matt Groening presents starring Drew Barrymore. And I'm like, oh my God, Drew Barrymore is my number one celebrity crush and I love The Simpsons. This is going to be great. And I taped it. I was like, "Get mom, get a blank VHS tape. I taped it as it aired. And then it like never aired again. And I would watch the tape all the time and no one knew what I was talking about. And then one day I walked into a Best Buy and it was on DVD somewhere. And I was like, well, I'm spending $10 on that bad boy to bring home. And I've watched it every Christmas since. <laughs> Did you have it on DVD? I really think I might have had it on DVD because I don't know how I've been able to watch it every year. <laughs> My family's not very YouTube savvy, but we do. I make sure I get to watch it every year. And that was definitely like my thought process too, was like excited for it to come on, especially being the Simpsons. I've always had like that dark sense of humor that appreciates the Simpsons and like stuff like Rick and Morty. And so to have this, this cartoon that's rated G, but still say some like inappropriate stuff. Yeah, we were, watching, so we were watching it last <laughs> night and I saw like the, the penguin. Martini. Talks of, Martini, yeah, talks about... <laughs> smuggling in dirty magazines yeah. and stuff like that. And I looked at her and I'm like, was this, I thought this was like a cutesy, like I thought it was a kid's yeah. thing. She's like, no, I think it gets a little raunchy. And that, cause she couldn't, she hasn't seen it in a long time. She's like, it's rated G. And I'm like, oh, okay. You could talk about dirty nude mags back, back then when it's 99 rated G, was a I guess. Time. 99 was a different time. But talk about a Greek cast. You got mentioned Martini voiced by Joey Pants. Like, Joey Pants, dude. My favorite character personally, I like that it is just pun heavy, right? Like as it should be, because it's a dog named Olive who thinks that the song is Olive the Other Reindeer and that it's her calling to be a reindeer but then you have there's that there's the great line where they're on the bus and everyone's like your name's not it's it's all of the other reindeer it's not all of the other reindeer and the bus driver's like don't worry olive happens to everybody i used to think the pledge of allegiance was about me richard stands <laughs> i think the uh the no-nosed bus driver is my favorite character. oh dude he's so he does not have a nose so that's another thing i want to talk about is the animation itself is crazy is every character based off of a picasso painting i have no clue and i was thinking about you know what's funny is as i'm watching I'm like dylan will definitely have notes about the way that these people are animated. <laughs> so i just i like some of them had noses some of them didn't it's it was it reminded me, and it's funny enough, we we rewatched Monkey Bone the other night. It has it, a Monkey Bone vibe for sure. Yeah, it reminded me of some of the animation in Monkey Bone, and and it just really threw me off. I do, I love how flat the characters are. Like yes. they are very picture book esque. I think most of my problems come from the story. It's <laughs> yeah. I mean the story. So you know what's funny though is I was watching this and I was like. I feel like I could handle like a feature length all of the other reindeer story. Like, like I think that part of the problem is that every set piece is so rushed that it's just like, and they got to the bar and now they're leaving the bar and like they get to this yeah. thing where it's like, Hey, if you like let these things like kind of grow a little bit more, like it could be more, more fun. But I think that the humor in this is like top notch. Like, yeah. It, I mean, it is a swift 45 minutes. Yeah. We watched it on YouTube and um, it, it goes. It does yeah. not stop. There is no stopping point in this. I do want to comment on the postman. So, like, <laughs> this was bothering me throughout the entire episode. 
so for those of you who are unaware of all of all of the other reindeer, I keep I keep wanting to call her Oliver. Um, all of the other reindeer. There is a character, the postman, who's the antagonist. Does he have a name? I can't remember. I think just bad postman. <laughs> he wants Christmas canceled because he's tired of delivering packages. Which, if Santa can't deliver packages, doesn't that just make the postman's job harder? Because <laughs> I think he, I think he overestimates the importance of Santa and Christmas, because. If you just don't get things, I feel like next year people will just be like, well, that just means we have to send more stuff. Well, Dylan, don't forget the complaining about the mail is just one part of his complaint because we later learn that he became not he got on the naughty list and never got the train set that he always felt like he deserved (laughs) after he kidnaps Martini and he's going through the sack of toys and he's like. He's like throwing the toys. He's like, ah, blah, blah, blah. ha, here it is. The toy set I've won it since I was nine. That was when Santa put me on the naughty list for the first time. And I never forgave him. Dude, I don't remember this at all. <laughs> yeah. All right. Maybe they cut it from the YouTube stream, but the DVD definitely has it. I got nothing, <laughs> that's, man. That's shortly before Martini straight up tusks him into being a penguin <laughs> at the end of the movie. I remember that. I, where he gets kind of sad. He gets choked up when the other penguins bring him. A gift full of fish. Oh, that's how you took that? Because I took it as like, oh, God, my life is terrible. I have to eat these stinky <laughs> dead fish for all eternity. Part, I, I thought that you was... as very much like the ending of Tusk. Yeah. Which <laughs> is, has been sewn into the walrus. And they throw him a fish and he's like, the single tear rolls yeah. down his eye. So I have to ask, did either of you cry? Because I... Watch this this morning, so I don't know if this was legit tears or like I'm only half awake tears, but I cried twice while watching this. This did not make me cry. Did this make you cry? No, it just makes me really like sad. I think her um, speech in the bar is, I think that one would have produ- would have produced tears yeah. regardless, where she's just like, like, do you even think you deserve a Christmas the way you have been acting? Like, don't you forget that Santa's only one part of you getting gifts. You have to be good to earn it. And I'm like, oh. Fun <laughs> name, Round John Virgin. Yeah, Round John Virgin, who just wants a nice cordless drill. I don't yeah. deserve a nice gift like that. <laughs> <laughs> I do so. There's like there's like a lot of visual gags that I love. I do love the ending. The one reindeer I can't remember his name. He's like the cousin of Blitzen. He gets a football. Oh and yeah. John John Virgin gets the drill and just fucking. Drills <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, if we're talking about people getting gifts, we have to talk about the insanity of when they're showing them delivering gifts all around the world, and like the Hunchback of Notre Dame gets a back scratcher. The Pope gets a Phillies hat. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then Ultraman and, and Godzilla just sing a song together. <laughs> like and Big Ben has Rolex with the X. Yeah, X's. with the X's. <laughs> I didn't know Rolex was spelled with three X's. The other line, there's two other lines I wrote down that I need to address. And one comes from Richard Stans. Olive's giving her big speech on the bus and she's saying how like, sometimes you just have to believe that everything's going to work out fine. And Richard Stans like, yeah, like that time I was rolling downhill and the brakes wouldn't work. And she's like, well, what did... <laughs> She goes, well, what did you do? And he goes, I don't remember, but it seemed like it worked out all right. (laughs) (laughs) The the joke that like sealed the deal for me the first time I watched this was Olive in the back of the truck have finding a gift for her from Deus Mahina. (laughs) Deus Mahina. So I I that that one got me. I'm like, 
Oh my god. So I grew up a theater kid. Yeah. So there's many people out here who aren't aware of what a Deus Ex Machina was. Teddy didn't know. I was dying and I'm like she's like what is that? I was like look at what it is. It was like a, I couldn't tell was it like a, a letter a letter shredder or, or it, it was, was a oh, nail like, file. It was like a to break out of the, the but yeah, yeah. like but yeah, so, it's it means just act of God, right? Like it's just, <laughs> it's, it's just it's a it's a it's a device basically. Yeah. It's the device to get the plot moving. So it is very funny <laughs> that it's just like from Deus Ex Machina to. And then she of- says it to Martini. He's like Denise who, and she goes, "Look it up." <laughs> like, <laughs> like that stuff. Like that stuff to me is so fucking funny. And like I do think that it's a such a sugary sweet special simultaneously. The fact that like Michael Stape from REM just like shows up as Blitzen's yeah. cousin to sing a song, like it is the the cast is pretty insane. The mailman's voiced by Homer Simpson. Yep. Billy West is in there. Jay yeah. Moore. I can't remember his name now. Rex Quando from Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, oh my god. I know yep. But yeah, he's in here. It's it's a pretty tight cast it so i don't remember this part but apparently according to the closing credits big bad voodoo daddy does one of the songs in it as well so was it over the credits you said yeah like during the closing credits yeah no i i was laying in bed with my dvd playing and i was like i'm very comfortable i was i was in a nice blanket burrito this morning and was like i am not getting out of here until record time 91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! This special always blended together with, I can't even remember the name of it, there was a claymation Christmas special about a reindeer. I think they did like two of them. Oh God, it was a BBC one, right? Like it was a British one. The female deer had like little tiny deer boobies. Yeah. I just saw this last year for the first time. Uh, my friend Lauren and her sister showed it to me. I wish I could remember what it was called. I'm going to, oh, I'm so upset. But, but uh, one would blend together with Olive. To me, ironically, so. they showed me that and I was like, y'all should see all of the other reindeer. Like it yeah. is very tonally the same. <laughs> yeah, so I remember loving that one because I liked the animation. I don't know what it was when I was a kid, but I think I was like, ugh, 2D animation. This is old. Like <laughs> that's how I was as a kid. I wish I wasn't because I missed out on so many great things that I'm like now like able to see and, and revisit now. But. But yeah, I think I, I think I didn't enjoy the animation of Olive when I was a kid, and that just led me to not watching it. So uh, and it was Robbie the Reindeer. Robbie, Robbie the, rein- the Reindeer. That's <laughs> it. Robbie the Reindeer. But no, I don't I don't hate it. This isn't going on the Emmett Otter list. Okay. But it's just a thing to me. Yeah. Like it, it's 
discs. Well, I like a lot of the songs in this, but I never remember them after I'm done watching. Like as they're happening, I'm like, oh, that's a fun little tune. And then like the credits roll and I'm like, what were the songs in this again? I want to go back to the beginning of the movie because, of course, like Dylan is seeing this for the very first time. Fido the flea is telling her what what her owner is saying through the window and he's saying all these good and positive things and fido's like he says he hates you and he doesn't have christmas for you it's like this flea is awful this flea's an asshole i always hate that plot line that shows in movies too where like people misunderstand what something that the character doesn't know and i'm like oh it gives me anxiety How sweet of a dog is Olive, though? Like, if uh, Drew Barrymore did an absolutely amazing job to the point where I forget that it's Drew Barrymore. Yep, not a singer. (laughs) We can say we can say that much. Has a lot of songs for someone who is not a singer. You are very, very much right. I feel like Drew Barrymore was definitely brought in because she's Drew Barrymore. Well, she executive produced it too. I think that my guess does Drew Barrymore have kids? Yes, and fun fact, her first daughter's name is Olive. Okay, I was going to say, I'm sure (laughs) that there was something where she was like reading this story to her kid, was like, we should turn this into a Christmas special. It should be animated. She probably, I'm sure she's been on The Simpsons, was like, I'm going to call Matt and see what he can do for us. And then like, Matt was like, I love it. Let's do it. You know, and like they got like goop. So I think from the start, the project was a Drew Barrymore project, first and <laughs> foremost. Have you read the story, the, the book? I've never read the book, so I don't know how tight it is to the plot line. So here's the goofiest thing that I realized while watching this. Did you catch the mailbox at the last house that Santa visited? No. So Santa's at the house. He's like, whoop, that's the last house. And the house belongs to the ZZYZU family, which implies that Santa delivers gifts alphabetically. (laughs) 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 Which is like such a stupid premise that I love it. He's just jumping all (laughs) over the globe going alphabetically. I think Olive the Reindeer... All of the other reindeer proves that Rudolph is not one of Santa's reindeer. Yeah, they said it's just an urban legend. And I'm for it. Yeah. That, that was very much like Halloween 2018. To me. Yeah. You're like, good. <laughs> good. Erase all that other bullshit. Yeah. Are they? Are they? Uh, I heard it was a sister. No, that was just some rumor some idiot made up. Yeah. <laughs> Rudolph doesn't exist. And and that's that's that that to me, that's always been my belief is like Rudolph is not one of the reindeer. Rudolph is a song. Yeah. Um, the reindeer are Dasher, Dancer, <laughs> Prancer, Vixen, Comic, Cupid, Donner, Blitzen. Exactly. That's that's. If your there reason. was a Rudolph, it would have appeared in Twas the Night Before Christmas. It's true. That's a, just a true. straight fact. There's something that was very heartwarming to me at the very end when they arrive back at the North Pole and Mrs. Claus and all the elves are just standing out there with trays of fresh gingerbread cookies Aww. just waiting for them. And I'm like, man... I would love a situation where I'm married to someone and I like pull up to the front door and they're just like, yo, we got gingerbread cookies. And I'm like, yeah, it's Christmas time now. I love it, man. I love it. Yeah. It's just, uh, this is, this is definitely one of those specials that will probably work its way in, in November. I think this is, this is a good one. It's a solid November option for sure. To get this, to get the season going, to get the feeling going. It's it's not going to become one of my yearlies. I mean, it will become one of my yearlies. But if if that was 
if I was left to my own devices, it would not become one of my yearlies. You know, it's a similar special that I've only seen once, but it's I know it's my friend Lorelai's favorite Christmas special what? is A Wish for Wings That Work. I remember this. I had this book. What the hell is that character's name? Opus. Oh, Blue, Opus from Bloom Country or County. But yeah, it's it's him as a penguin. And his only Christmas wish is that he as a penguin could fly like all of the other birds that he sees going by in yeah, the sky. Yeah, I totally had this book. But it's like, you know, him just trying different ways to teach himself how to fly throughout the special. There's another one that's in a very similar vein was a basically was a like a funny from the New York paper from the papers i can't remember what it was but it was this family and they went to the mall and that's all i can remember but the animation was very family circus-esque I i'm can't. wondering if it was like zits or something like that because that was yeah. like the fat one of the family i i used to be all about every day opening to the comics in the newspaper and like yeah. getting caught up on like all right what's happening with zits what's the far side one yeah no as soon as i'm gonna that's gonna be my like track Daily down for this year finding out <laughs> finding what the hell that uh that video videotape was i'll have to text my grandmother because she's the one that bought it for me and i love this time of year because it, it brings that stuff out like we went to walmart and walmart's full gear right yeah. now people like you need get to walmart <laughs> if you want to share some some christmas spirit this um, podcast is sponsored by <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. Don't put that evil yeah, on don't it. Put, yeah, like Walmart's a place you begrudgingly support. Exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> but but seeing a bunch of things, I was like, I need to call my mom and see if they still have this. Where is this? It makes you. I don't like using the word nostalgic because I feel like nostalgic is thrown around a lot now. Uh, people are nostalgic for everything now, but it does. It 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 warms your heart. And again, we're going to be saying that a lot over the next two months, but. I fucking love Christmas, dude. There's there's a reason that we're doing this podcast. And, and all of the other reindeer, while it may not have been my favorite Christmas special, it did sum up that feeling of Christmas. And I'm I love the fact that we get to the end and Olive gets home and 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 gives the owner a kiss cuz cuz the one thing he was like upset about was that he I know he was taking out the cancellation of Christmas on her, but he was a little upset that she didn't act like a normal dog. So like when she gets home, she gives him a kiss and they hang out. And, and I love it. I feel like a lot of the time you watch something like this and you're like, you're so siding with Olive. They are like, yeah, Tim's an asshole. But man, yeah. I can speak for me and I'm sure I'm speaking for you. If I found out Christmas was getting canceled the day before Christmas. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I would. Mean I'd Dude. be a nightmare to the people that I love. I mean, that was like, I I know last year was crazy for everyone, but I just saw yesterday that Macy's announced that the parade, Thanksgiving parade is happening this year. Yeah, baby. Uh, so like that announcement last year, I was pissed all day when I found out that the Macy's Thanksgiving Day parade was canceled. So yeah. I can't imagine if you told me the day before Christmas that Christmas was canceled. Yeah, that Santa Somebody was just started. Santa was about to do a press release and be like, sorry folks, better luck next year. Yeah, it was gonna be very year without a Santa Claus up in there. And <laughs> and I'm not for it, man. But it you know what? It wasn't even because of Blitzen. Like Blitzen was a factor, but it was that mean, mean mailman sending all those nasty letters saying, I don't like you, Santa. Don't come to my fucking house. And Santa was like <laughs> oh, Santa was like, oh man, Timmy is really pissed this year. <laughs> 
I love when the reindeer actually take flight. Yeah. And Olive's just kind of like fucking dragging ass. <laughs> she never actually does fly. Oh, she's kind of just kicking and her ears are flapping. But I do love that Comet looks at her and it's like, how you doing? He's like, I'm doing great. But you know, in reality, she's like, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> Like, we, just, we just left two seconds ago. <laughs> oh my god, it's it. Oh god, I love it though. I it's a long night, man. I feel like this special makes me want to have a dog more than any special on yeah. in television history. And I'm like, I can't, I can't bring that into my life right now. You should get a dog. I shouldn't get a dog. You should totally get a dog. No, guys, if you're listening to this, uh, please write in that Matt should get a dog. Message us on Instagram. Listen. It's not uh, a matter. It's not a matter of, from a practical standpoint. Listen, listeners, I'm gonna let this lay down. I love dogs. I fucking love dogs. But in a non-pandemic situ- situation, I travel constantly and I record nonstop. And there's no door on this studio, so if a dog is barking its head off, it's just gonna infect every recording. And then I'm gonna start to dislike my own dog, which I don't want to do. So for the dog's sake. I say no dogs for Matt Kelly. <laughs> I feel like you're like, I see how you were with your cat. Possibly <laughs> <laughs> knock him off the table. He flooded your bathroom Listen, one time when you were and recording. I just got finished house sitting for my parents and like their two dogs are the sweetest things in the world. But I was so excited to no longer have to pick up shit on the last day when I was like, oh, dude. I can just go to my home where there's not monsters that are just pooping and peeing everywhere. <laughs> dude, maybe you need a cat. No, I don't need any of it. The only thing I've considered is like one point I was thinking about getting fish. Um, but then I realized that the only reason I wanted fish was that I wanted a fish tank to put some cool shit in. Before we wrap this up, I do want to give um, one pick this week. Sia put out a deluxe version of her Christmas album. Ooh. And it is fantastic. So if you were a fan of the first release, uh, this one just has a couple more songs. So, you know, listen to the, the amazingness that is that first record. And then... You get a few bonus tracks in there. Love um, it. Christmas stuff is dropping left and right, dude. I am super excited. Yeah, I mean, well, let's let's address a little bit of that right now. Uh, so, folks, <laughs> we're gonna try to take it easy on ourselves in the January, February, March years by going real hard on ourselves in November, yeah. December by trying to record episodes covering all of the different fun stuff that's dropping. So, if you're sitting there being like, "Oh, this new movie came out, this new album came out, you should cover it," there's at least a 50% chance that we are aware and that it will come out sometime in that January to April rage because at first I was like, this will cover a couple weeks. No, there's so much stuff coming it's out. so much coming out. I mean, a new Home Alone movie that just dropped. And the 8-Bit Christmas. 8-Bit Christmas coming next week between the different albums that are dropping. I know Matt is a sucker for those fucking Netflix Christmas Hallmark movies. Yeah, boy, I've been adding them left and right. Uh, we've got... So I'm going to find myself watching five or six of those fucking movies. So we've got plenty of content coming your way uh covering both our favorite christmas things of the past and the things currently coming out oh my gosh dude it is a packed packed season and i'm i'm super excited for it nice i love it i love it
You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 91 Donkey Lane is a magical apartment complex that contains immense power, but lacks intelligent inhabitants. What is happening? I'm getting texts. Why are we getting a lot of texts? People found out what we did. Oh, dividing Mike Myers into an infinite amount of tiny Mike Myers. Listen to 91 Donkey Lane for free on Spotify or your favorite podcasting app. More at 91donkeylane.com. See you there, you donkeys. Are you a fan of young adult novels? Have you ever wondered the stories behind the people who wrote your favorite young adult novels? Then join author Eric J. Brown and Alyssa Lube of Netflix's The Circle every other Tuesday on YAOK. Available on all podcasting apps. Woo! You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 